0: Alright, we're live. Episode 2 of the Bullshit Podcast, coming to you from Denver. Uh, we're glad to be back. This is great.
1: I'm impressed you said it that fast and without thinking and didn't say bullshit, because I would have. So hey, hey, hey. That's, that's hey language. I'm a child. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're all very childlike, that's for sure. He just got, just got his
2: first pubes.
1: <laughs>
0: Gross. how's everyone's week been (sighs) (laughs) yeah just kidding moving on
1: (laughs) Uh, mine mine has been uh, you know I mentioned the last uh, episode I guess that uh, I've dealt with anxiety and depression probably probably since I was a teenager maybe a kid I don't know about 19 they started medicating me for it off and on I haven't been on anything for years this last two weeks, my anxiety's been raping my face pretty much nonstop since then. But the depression, I get <clears throat> under control for the most part. The last two weeks, my depression has been joining in the face gangbang with anxiety. I like to put it in terms and perspective that I know everyone will understand. So. I have no uh,
3: idea what that means.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's a gangbang? What is a, a
1: gangbang? Gang bang? Let's get it. Hold on, let me let me get my computer out and see what it is. <laughs> gangbang. <Hold> <laughs> Bukaki
0: gangbang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there goes our there goes our younger white Christian audience. Um, yeah, so that's how my week's been just trying to remember how shitty depression is and uh remembering reminding myself not to make any decisions big decisions um until you or, jerk off until i jerk off right? right well i think that goes without saying like right. you never you never leave with a loaded gun so we're back um, to the stranger it, didn't no. we talk about the stranger no, no that's week. not yeah. we're, we're yeah. talking
0: about making decisions we're talking about, about
1: masturbation off. again oh, which is not okay. unusual but yeah so yeah that's how my week's gone um i'm fighting depression and feeling like i hate the fucking world more than usual how's everyone else
2: Hmm. Uh, I'm good I'm gonna introduce myself again My name's Doug I'm not depressed I'm just ADD as fuck So, you know If I'm depressed, I forget about it Because something else distracts me
1: (laughs) (laughs) My god, we found the secret (laughs)
2: Head
0: wounds If you just don't think about it
1: It'll go away, right? It's
2: all in your head. Speaking of which, uh, did you guys see in the news uh, four days ago? You had uh, there, yeah. Uh, you had the flat Earth guy who was going to build a steam-powered <laughs> rocket. <clears throat> Sorry, okay. Here's and prove that the world was it's flat. flat. Yep. So the guy goes up in his rocket. His steam-powered rocket, like this is a fucking steampunk. Th- a steam-powered, I mean, it was yeah, a steam-powered <laughs> rocket. I did not know that. Went up and crashed, fucking Wile e.
3: Coyote style. Did he see the Earth was flat? <laughs> but here's—he here's was dude. fucking flat. I'll tell you that right now.
0: A lot of people that knew him said he wasn't actually a flat earther, he was just trying to secure funding mm-hmm. from crazy people who would part with their money easily. Well, uh, so he was politician. Like, yeah, yeah, I have this rocket and uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to prove the Earth's flag, give me money. Yeah, Acme Here rockets aren't
1: cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's terrible to laugh at that, but it's just well, like... When he
0: sat on it, his buddy came up behind him and lit the fuse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it Bugs Bunny in a dress? <laughs>
0: And I noticed he didn't actually fall to the to the earth until he realized that he was about to fall and there was nothing under him. He had to look down first.
2: <laughs> oh, gravity works. Well, maybe if it was like the Bugs Bunny thing and the fucking thing ran out of steam, it would have just stopped. You
0: know.
2: Air
1: breaks. Well,
0: his parachute came, it deployed while he was taking off. Uh, like while it was like right when he took off the parachute went, Pfft. I think that's a little right. bit too much drag, <laughs> A little too much drag. right? right?
1: <laughs> I think your math was off somewhere there. Sparky. Yeah. As so I was thinking, if you're going to do all that, why not put some sort of a, a parachute or safety system on it? But again, there's a reason that there are people that are right. That are highly stupid, highly trained and go through all of these mock-ups Years of training. And, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I, I, f- I feel bad for the guy's family and people that lost him because they're the ones that really suffer, right? But I don't have a lot of fucks to spare for him. <laughs> but this you're also talking to a guy who you know rides a Harley down twenty five with no helmet on, so fuck me too, right? Being I on twenty
3: five period is fucking dangerous. That's <laughs> why
0: I brought it up. Right? We're
3: no helmet stayed, dude. I love it.
0: I, I like it too. It. I think you're in control of your own fucking destiny. You are. I agree.
1: And it's you know, if I choose to to die, you choose to, to die. die from a head wound. Then that's it's my choice. Um, it, actually, I, it's natural selection.
2: Fair
0: <laughs> we enough. We need more of that. It right. is. But Welcome that's also- to
3: coronavirus. Oh god, that's coming, dude. Coronavirus. It's coming. Uh, I ain't afraid of no
0: fucking Modello virus. I
1: only bro. drink Heineken. There are literally people. What was it like a thirty-eight percent? I'd have to look the number up, but I want to say it was like a thirty-eight percent drop in sales after and or hell yeah, or maybe it was like I'm sorry, maybe it was a that Google was stating there was a thirty-eight percent higher uh, rate of people. Uh, Googling Corona beer virus. And then Corona also said that there was a dip in sales. I don't remember what the
2: number was. yeah.
0: It's because people are
1: fucking stupid.
2: God, but but that people can say whatever they want. uh, Once that thing got outside of China, Um, I give it a 50, 50 shot to, I mean, seriously be pandemic. I've been reading up on it and, uh, the COVID nineteen virus can survive on surfaces for up to nine days. Really, out, outside of a host, <laughs> that's actually kind of impressive. You can contract it and be it's, contagious for up it. to fourteen days. Yeah, I knew that the before you display symptoms. Yeah. Um, and holy you,
0: fuck, that's yeah. awesome! I thought you got it. I thought the whole scary part was that you got it and then like. It's like you touch the fucking table, and then you just fucking die.
2: No, no see, that, do those that don't go very far. No, that's, that was wicked. That's why I like... Right,
0: that's what I was thinking. I was like, there's no way that's spreading that fast if you're showing symptoms as soon as you're fucking infected. Right. Um, and
2: the danger is that since this is a new virus and there's no immunities to it, that once it gets out in the wild, and uh, it, it there's a possibility that... It can get into a host that already has something else, and they do the little horizontal virus mambo, and come out with something that's entirely worse. Mm -hmm. That's what it, and it's it's really weird the way this happened. Um, There was a cholera outbreak in 1820. There was the Spanish flu between 1918 and 1920, Mm -hmm. and now it's 2020. And we have a whole new thing. Thanks, hey, China. Let if, Darwin decide, <laughs> motherfucker. Thanks, China. So if... It, and what happened with the whole Spanish flu is you had a pig farm. And I think it was somewhere like in Kansas or some shit like that. And what happened was that you had a farmer who had the seasonal flu. And that same pig that was exposed to the seasonal flu was also exposed to a bird who had the bird flu. So you had <laughs> se- regular flu plus bird flu at the same time. And then it created the Spanish flu, which went worldwide and killed 5 million people.
0: Hell yeah, it's viral.
2: It went viral. It It, it went viral. <laughs>
0: it <literally> went viral.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Spanish flu was the real deal, and I, I'm not... I'm not ignorant enough to say that nothing can reach those kinds of epidemic proportions because if nothing else, we have more world travel than we've ever had yeah. ever. But I also believe that we have better, you know, technology. We, we have better ways of finding it, <clears throat> et cetera. But I think what is irritating me right now is you see that knee-jerk primal reaction from humans where... They start to act like they do in in the zombie movies or in the in the plague movies, where everyone suddenly be, be, fucking hates everybody else, and it's like, guys, calm down, Good. wash your fucking hands. Maybe
2: it will kill some of them.
1: Well, I was thinking today, because again, depression, angry, not in a great mood. Someone, you know, irritating me by breathing wrong or something, and I thought to myself. Maybe the world needs a good fucking cleansing, right? I am now on every federal list <laughs> it, it just you know no, i don't want to see people die, and I don't think coronavirus is going to take out a bunch of fucking people um necessarily, but uh again, just use some common fucking sense mark. Mark? <laughs> <laughs> let's keep Dan off the ATF fucking database, can we? Yeah, well, let's
0: try to get off. They they need him off. just needs a hand job. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody try job to get Dan off. About. Yeah, They're saying
3: everyone in Japan's working from home. Yeah, they... And Italy. Japan, like, shut the fucking country down. And they they're don't like, ever work playing. from home. <laughs> well, well, Japan, dude, they work all day. Right, and they've changed everything. Yeah. So, well, no the joke. funny
2: part is, <laughs> like, uh somebody... Took it—well, I don't know if it's funny. It's funny to me. But— Because uh, you're an asshole, Doug, like me. I know. We're assholes here. But, uh, yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, the current outbreak of COVID-19 in South Korea, as of, like, 48 hours ago, they were talking about 1,261 cases, and it fired up in the church, if I remember correctly.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Thanks, God. Thanks, God. Good job, God. So one of these, you know, the whole spectacles, testicles, wallet to watch is not going to protect you from the virus. They
1: didn't use the right essential oils and crystals.
0: They don't have a Himalayan salt lamp. (laughs) Dear Lord, baby Jesus. They work. They work. Yeah, I can tell you're doing so well. I'm super healthy.
1: God
3: damn. Yeah. (laughs) Lord, Seven. Fuck rich. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah.
3: It's Uncle Rico now. So what did you guys get uh, the um, feedback from the first podcast from people?
1: Um, the I think the overwhelming thing was that... We all over talked each other too much, and it no, was
0: no. Sort of what I heard fucking was mess for the people to the listen
1: to. Yeah, that's that's basically what I heard. Right, was just. Um, but did they like the content? People, yeah, everybody I talked to. Um, thanks, mom. Actually, that's not true. My mom hasn't even listened to it.
0: My mom liked it. <laughs> My mom said I'm special. <laughs> the
1: uh, The general feedback was that we were funny, um, and I think when people say that. They're sort of shaking their heads as they say it. Like, y'all are funny. You
2: it's know? like when so you ask funny. a
0: girl what she thinks of you, and she's like, you're, you're nice. funny. You're funny. I
2: <laughs> had <laughs> somebody tell me the other day I was funny. Like, you're funny. I was like, yeah, sometimes I just smell that way. Sometimes I am just funny. Kind of reminded me <laughs> of that. funny how. Do I amuse you? Um, my fucking clown. My fucking clown. Am I here for your fucking amusement? Huh? Huh? Funny
3: how? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think it's worth uh, continuing. I don't know that we're going to change the world necessarily, but... Oh, we're not?
3: We what haven't the gotten, hell
1: what are we doing here? We haven't gotten any death threats yet, so we obviously are not doing something right. No kidding. So,
2: well, I don't think if any of us has that Bono-savior <laughs> complex. It's, Probably not. You know, I'm just no. saying. <laughs> I could,
3: hold on, I could wear my sunglasses. Right. I fucking hate Bono.
0: <laughs> Am I the only one? This is going to be a thing where Rich hates a celebrity... <laughs> A different Each, celebrity, uh, different. right? <laughs> and
1: why? We need some intro music, like da 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 da.
0: <laughs>
1: am, am I wrong in saying that
0: that you hate Bono? Yeah. No, you no. probably no. do.
1: No, you're perfectly okay by yeah, saying. that. does yeah. anyone else hate him? I don't hate the guy now. I don't really know. Him. I so don't really understand. <laughs> I mean, so,
2: I, I think you know, for me, it's like I'm kind of a fan of his music. So everything else that comes out of his mouth. I just sort of tolerate, like Kanye West. Oh my God, I
3: hate Kanye West. Yeah, didn't you say f- it was Jesus? Jesus, well, or Jesus in my language? Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in your language.
1: I don't know that <laughs> Bono at least doesn't
2: say the word tractor. <laughs> tractoro, tractoro, L tractoro. Yeah, gotta
1: put the L in front of it. <laughs> there's he, he doesn't do anything that's super douchey he's a little like full of himself that's what know? i mean yeah. but if you were in a if you were in a global sensation of a band like you two and ever think about it, everybody Ninety-eight percent of everybody that you come into contact with just kisses your ass, and everything that comes out of your mouth, they're like, "Oh my god, Rich, that's it's, the greatest thing anyone ever said." After it, a while, you might start fucking believing it.
2: It's a different reality, but the same yeah. at the same time. <laughs> weird personality traits that just about everyone here at the table would consider a defect uh, can be positive as far as. For that person in their career when you put it in the right put it in the right place. If you sure. got somebody that's a greedy psychopath, they generally make a great CEO. Right? They're
3: good at business. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be entertained. I don't want to hear your political views. You and know what I'm saying? Just yeah.
0: entertain me, dude. No, and don't
3: I'm, do anything else. I'm sing. with you on that. And I to Sing monkey sing. That's what to, I'm saying.
0: <laughs> he's a person.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know
0: he's a person, right? He's, he's, not, he's, a, he's a human not really being. A monkey. He's not a music box. <laughs> they're not kiss. Hey, it would be. Thank great God, if, you know, I'm there was only one,
1: <laughs> and they should have flushed twenty fucking years ago. Kiss and the Beatles are both two of the most overrated fucking bands in the history of everything.
3: I got your back, Paul. Period. I got your back, Paul.
1: <laughs> I think to your point, Doug. You know, and I've said I've said this before about um, musicians and you know people from my own experience. Right, somebody dates a musician, and then at some point they're like, "Oh my God, you're crazy and depressed." <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm a fucking musician, right? What did you expect? You hear these lyrics that touch your soul and and when you're depressed and you're sad and these songs just reach out and touch you and you're like, "Oh my god, he gets it." You think he just made that up from a fucking fortune cookie or something? No. Oh, no. You know, look at all these musicians that have committed suicide. Beautiful, intelligent, awesome people that killed themselves. At the top of their, you know, the height of their profession or whatever, because they hit that point and realized that all that fame and money still didn't make them happy. Right. right. And I'm still fucking miserable. All these people don't know. It's like, you know, a million people come to your shows and you're thinking, they don't know me. They fucking hate me. Whatever. Janice. And that's what I mean, right? It's been, and Jimmy. It's, it's been going on for a long, long time. It's not, it's not recent. <laughs>
0: I love the you, ASMR of the fucking beef jerky.
1: Do you like my beef jerky there, buddy? Dude, your beef jerky's dope. I, I make pretty good beef jerky, so... What do you spice this with? Um, This is just pretty cock. much... A little bit of cock, a little bit of balls. Thank little, you, thank you. A little coronavirus from not washing my hands after going and buying the meat. Yeah. Um, you know, so... Well,
2: we could all be sick and not know it. for 14 right? days. Exactly. So, so
1: r- my So You guys are seriously going to sit there and eat fucking beef jerky. You... You brought a, it on a podcast you with these it. high gain fucking mics. Can you hot hear me? Hot mic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so, so I gotta much. tell you. So I gotta tell you a story. Tell me a story. So, and this goes back to Metallica. How I like them, but fuck them. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Pretty much. So we're going to that concert and columbus oh yeah but they're not gonna be there they're not gonna be there but
1: look you got it listen i get it but give james the motherfucker's got all the money he needs and he can't seem to stay sober so no, it's annoying it. but i get where he's coming from and anybody who it, it, no i get it seriously doesn't are assholes i guess
3: it's just like now i gotta change <laughs> venues because he's not playing why are you gonna change what because
1: metallica was headlining yeah but who wants to see metallica
3: Oh, I do. They do. they put on a great show. 20 years ago? No. Yeah, dude, I went on a saw great them in show 20 years, 20 years no, ago. I saw them in yeah. Denver, dude, two years ago. It was one of the best shows I've seen of Metallica, and I've seen them, you know, 10 times. It's a great show. Uh, Good job. Good job, Lars. Oh, fuck Lars. You know what? You sued a 12-year-old. <laughs> I,
2: I, I I disagree. Uh, and what? And what they charge. Yeah,
3: they sued a 12-year-old over Napster. Napster, yeah. yeah. That's why, because she was downloading the music, and, you know, they don't have enough money. Was so they had it, to that. Was it Metallica
0: twitters. or was it the label? It
3: was Metallica. Metallica,
0: oh, Metallica was, was very
3: verbal,
1: very oh. vocal. Dude they about went to it. Congress. Yeah, oh, they even They fuck. even did a, one of the award shows, they did yes. a skit and brought Metallica in and he's goes through the kids' bedroom and yep. like wearing his shirt and his girlfriend comes in and he kisses her and he's like, What man, you don't mind sharing, do you? Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> at least Lars was
0: very vocal L- It was about Lars. All it was Lars. was Lars. Yeah. Fuck I, that.
1: I think the other guys just sorta Kind of, you know, shrugged it off.
2: But at the same time, I've seen Metallica during entirely different time periods. Yeah. And I went to go see them when they decided they were going to tour the entire fucking world for two years. That was the Black Album. Off the Black Album. So make your money while you can, can, baby. They went everywhere. They actually came to Birmingham, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And it was by far. It, like, not even close. It was by far the number one concert that I have ever been to yeah. in my entire life. They put
3: on a great show.
2: They, they just came out and they fucking blew it out for almost four hours. Mm-hmm. Just no, I, them. I get it. And That's great. then I went to go see them at the Phillips Arena in Atlanta for the Death Magnetic Tour. Mm hmm and they came out there and the the see the thing is is when i pay good money to see, to see a show it's fine that you've got fire it's fine that you got props but i want you to bring it yeah I, absolutely I, I paid a good amount of money enough that when, when i'm paying an, enough money for tickets that i could have bought your entire catalog in whatever format that I wanted to buy it in, and I show up, I expect you to come out there and leave it all on the stage. Absolutely. And the thing is, uh, Dude Man blew out his voice years ago and can't bring it anymore. That's why so, his style's changed so much. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he, he comes out there now... And he just leans in real close to the mic, and he just talks. And what he's... Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, and, and, and that's it. And what he's really depending on is the fan base scene being so big and so knowledgeable that literally they come out there and all the fans are singing the songs with him, well, I didn't pay $400 to show up to a fucking
3: karaoke competition <laughs> with 50,000 other assholes. Uh, I think it's pretty cool when people sing.
1: At times, yeah. I think, right? As, a, a, as somebody who's been on stage, I completely agree with the bringing in. If you're not spent at the end of that fucking show, I don't care if there's one kid in the crowd that's enjoying it and everyone else fucking <clears throat> hates me, I, I'm going to you know, be just exhausted when I leave. And it is awesome to see... People, but the perspective is different. I came from a local, possibly regional band. So if somebody was singing our lyrics, it meant that they listened to our song enough to actually fucking know our lyrics. And that was cool as shit. That's a huge compliment. Yeah, but I, it, it, huge. Absolutely, it absolutely is. You can't it, get a bigger compliment than that. But when you're, when you're going to see somebody like Metallica, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, shut the fuck up until... I mean, t- sing, but you don't... Eh, I don't know that whole the whole singing of the lyrics of and the, the band's not doing it is a little old. Yeah. Well,
2: this the thing is is it's like I don't give a fuck if everybody else is singing. I I care about that. You know they should be bringing it. I, I got yeah uh, I, I got you. I should be hearing them over the other it's sixty thousand
1: assholes. That's what I was trying to
3: say. <laughs> yeah, but there's sixty thousand
1: people
2: not maybe. just
3: sitting up there <laughs> yeah, going, that's going no joke. That's but when you've got sing, it's
1: loud. tens of thousands of gajillions sure. of watts, I should still be able to so, hear you but, over them. But if you're stopping and letting the crowd sing, yeah, that's, every that, now and again, every now cool. and again, that's cool. But when it's the whole show of him just they don't do anybody, that. though.
3: They don't, they don't really do that. He,
1: no, and and I don't know that if if Hetfield does, but I have seen bands like that that the singers just can't sing anymore, and the whole like you said, <laughs> the whole fucking show is. The crowd singing and the and the singer being nothing but a hype man.
3: See so this Yay! is what sucks, oh right? My! Like yeah, all yeah, this one sucks. more time. One more time. <laughs> Back and then I'm, I'm gonna fucking Uncle Rico, I'm just saying. Nineteen eighty seven. Eighty seven <laughs> dude. Tickets were like twenty bucks. And, you and I had could this go sweet see Metallica.
1: 20 bucks and a sweet Camaro, right? Uh,
3: But what was the minimum
1: wage? 335. But you're right, it's still they've the the prices have gone, they've gone because they
3: have to because they don't sell albums, dude. Everyone wants the one song that's they don't give two fucks about an album, they're
1: still making money off that. Where that comes from, and there's uh, I think Netflix has a special on it. It's it, it really all boils down to when these companies like Ticketmaster and all that got a hold of them, they're they raised the prices for just everything, and then they pile their fees on top of it. Oh, you
2: know? Ticketmaster will fuck you sideways. Yeah. I yeah. know I know that from personal experience. <laughs> um,
3: but they just Ask don't me. make money like they used to. They, they, The way they make money is not the way they used to. Their album sales are not what they were in no, the in 70s, 80s, 90s, even in the early 2000s. But I
1: can't believe that these ticket prices are in... Uh, you know balance with, with that because these guys are still worth millions, you know. I, I still feel like ticket prices are too fucking high. They're way too high. And they're still they can still make a good living. Right?
2: Well, well let's let's take a for example. And I'm not going to tell you exactly how I know this, but let's say you buy a ticket to a concert and then something comes up where you're not going to be able to go on that particular day and you've purchased them through Ticketmaster, and you decide you're going to turn around and resell them. Well, they took their fees in the front, and when you go to sell it, you would think, okay, well, the tickets were like 209 bucks a piece. By the time they got uh, uh, done <coughs> raping me, uh, it came out to $521. Let me turn around, and I'll list these for like 260 270 and get my money back out of them. No, because they hit you with fees on the other side as well, so Craigslist dude, Just if saying. you want to turn around and sell those tickets, then you've got to basically turn around and price those, which were originally two hundred and nine bucks plus their fees that wound up being two fifty to get your money even back out of them. You've got to go fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty bucks over. What you paid for the whole shoot match just to break even out of it.
1: Convenience charge.
0: And with digital tickets, scalping is easier because these companies just go ahead and snipe all the tickets and then, oh, we can't go resell them for like three times the fucking face value. Oh, yeah. So scalping's just gotten worse.
3: I was really impressed with Shine Down, the concert you oh, took me yeah. to.
1: I've seen them two or th- uh, three times. Actually. Only time I
3: saw them, and my God, they were good. Yeah,
1: I've been a fan of theirs for a while, and their their style has definitely changed, and they've they've gone a little more like pop rock, if you will. Well, but I still think they're solid. They're, they're good. just they're solid fucking musicians. And the show, I saw him at the Biloxi down in Mississippi. And I remember uh, both of their opening bands bailed on them, like, a, you know, a couple weeks in advance, a week in advance, you read. And I kind of got pissed off. I was like, wow, you know, I paid all this money and I'm going to, okay, whatever. So the venue was cool because it's a tight little, like, theater type thing, right? This motherfucker... Pl- played for like three hours straight Oh wow! and just not, they were like, <clears throat> Hey, it. they're like, you know, sorry, blah, blah. We're going to give you a good time, whatever. And I'm like, okay, not an hour down and that's two hours down. <laughs> motherfuckers are at three hours. Perfect. And, and it was, it was a great show Then I saw him at Carolina rebellion one year. And it's, it's a much bigger outdoor stage, which sometimes things suffer because of that. I get it now. Then we, we wound up getting right up on stage, which is not something I do very often. I've, Pretty sure I was probably drunk. And I'm um, at, you know. You drink alcohol? I've been known to imbibe. Hmm, what's that like? Yeah, it's, you know. So I'm, I'm basically at Dude's feet, right? It was, that was pretty cool. And then when we saw him over there they at were First great. Bank, I was, they're just a solid. Shit. I don't like First Bank as a venue. I
3: didn't think it was terrible. It, it's, I don't think it, it, the, it, it's okay. but you it's pay for not, the ticket? 75? God, I don't even remember. I think there's 75 a ticket. That sounds about right. Yeah. Which is about the going rate for a, uh, I say a class B band, right? Like sure. when you're talking, I don't know, whatever.
1: Yeah, you know whatever. what I mean. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I think it's point point, point made, rich. Point made.
1: So yeah, it was cool to had to turn somebody on to shine, shine down. No, I listened hours. to him
3: before. Yeah, I, but I never seen him in concert. Oh, okay, and, gotcha. Fuck, they were good. Yeah, they're they're yeah, one of terrible ones. in concert. Hmm. Anthrax. Holy mother of God, he sucks! Sorry,
1: Joey, you suck. They were my first concert. Uh, it was them and Iron Maiden. It was Ooh, the persistence Maiden. of time. Oh, I, saw I, that, saw that concert. Fucking love Maiden, eighty-seven. Even back then, Bitches. Belladonna was not great. <laughs> then I saw him a couple of years ago. I think it was that same Carolina Rebellion where I where I saw Shinedown. Down, and. Um, it was just I went and watched them because it was fucking Anthrax and I've been you know I was a child when they came out
3: and
1: now <laughs> I'm up a, posse,
3: up a posse. I mean, do you do you know who Anthrax is? I know Doug does. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Do now. I've heard yeah. the
0: name, but yeah,
1: <clears throat> kind of a New York thrash metal band. They were they were different back in the day. Yeah, but yeah, live. Oh my god, it's so weak. Yeah, I also saw the Scorpions at. Carolina Rebellion, and the I'm pretty sure oh. they've all had strokes, and none of them can even talk on stage anymore. Fuck yeah, go stroke!
0: But what's wrong with having a stroke? Those yeah,
1: motherfuckers brought it, man. They were taking like geritol in between each each set, and they this had the jaws
0: minor from the scorpions.
1: <laughs> right? Hello, Denver. Yes. <laughs> They had the drummer from um, Motorhead. It was uh, maybe a year. Oh, actually, I don't even know what the time frame was, but it was after fucking Lemmy, Lemmy dude. Yeah, it was after God. Lemmy had died, and they had their drummer, which was kind of cool for me to see. Um, but that was a solid <laughs> fucking show, dude. But yeah, they tried to. They, they looked so frail because again, we got up on stage. We were right dude, up like eighty. The stage. I know, I know. And they <laughs> they looked rough and sounded rough. But by God, when they played, it was like fuck, damn.
3: Thank you, Denver. This is Klaus Meina. <laughs>
1: I, dude, I think the Rolling
2: Stones are going to do their final performance, and everybody's going to be in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs>
3: dude, you yeah, know I'm impressed. I don't like the Stones except for probably ten songs. But how impressive are they?
2: <laughs> I don't like them except for We're about ten, 10 songs. Yeah. I don't like
3: them as okay. a whole because there's like a few songs I like. I, did, about I don't three that I can. Yeah, but I mean they're just. Dude, but, how impressive is that? But Rich, you really can't always get what you want. Mm. Mm, that's not what millennials say. <laughs> no. That mm, that's no, not what I say now. That's terrible. See, I think you do say that, that don't see, you? We
2: needed crickets right there. <laughs> we needed crickets right there. Damn it, Adam. Uh,
3: you know, I'm going to throw this out because I think this is cool. So when Adam first told me he was like, you know, playing or like mixing music or what do you call it? Yes. Yes. Cock. I just want to hear. Balls. I just want to I'm going to give you some props right now. <clears throat> Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Because <clears throat> I first listened to I'm like, what the fuck? What is he doing? I went home, listened to some more, and I'm like, you know what? That's pretty badass, dude. It takes a lot of balls to do that. And I we all balls. know Adam has no balls. You yes. don't have any
0: balls. Man. Yes,
3: I But them. I think it's pretty good. Thank you. I mean, there's ones, I like one song more than all of them. The other ones, I think you bullshit with them. But if you got real serious, like the one song, I can tell the songs you're serious with. No, mm-hmm. I bullshit all of them. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't <laughs> think you do.
0: <laughs> there's only, there's none that I haven't bullshitted.
3: But I think you take it more serious than some of the other ones.
1: We've had I this do. conversation. Dude, sometimes had, He and I have had this conversation. Am I
0: right here. or am I wrong? I About 17 times. I would yes. agree
1: with you completely. <laughs> yeah. I said if he were to take it, he, he's one of those guys that he does things ironically. Right. So Everything that way no, when ironically. someone says it sucks, he can be like, I was doing it ironically. I yo don't you. even get
0: it. I was just kidding, dude. I wasn't <laughs> even really <laughs> I, right, I wasn't rapping. even really rapping. I don't yeah. even really care. I don't give a fuck. I'm a millennial.
1: His production value I put on par with anything on the radio right now. Right? I'm not going to say <laughs> that, <laughs> that. It's not a high fucking
0: bar. That's really not a high. It, it's pretty high bar. It's fair enough, no, but uh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. No, no, no. Understand,
1: scary, I'm but... saying production value, though. I don't mean lyrical quality or anything like that, or you know, because I'm with you on that. But production value, as far as the the mixing and the mastering, is incredibly solid, and you don't have any cicada high. You don't have any cicada high hats, <laughs> uh, like Rick Beato talks about, right? Um, but. It, I think it's solid. And I understand where you're coming from about it not being a high bar because you're right. A lot of the shit on a lot of your pro music right now is it's really not mixed well. No, they're they're pushing bass and hi-hat limiter. and yeah. then right. And then just trying to make it as, Putting as, as much possible. gain as possible on it and just blowing your drums out. You look at the out.
0: waveform instead of doing this. It's just fucking straight. <laughs> it's a straight block, block. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah. I think they I think it's kind of like when you're when you're trying to overtalk people, they're just like, you know, mine comes at 100 <laughs> dB, you know, like that's it's louder so it's better. I, don't I mean, know. isn't the, that true?
0: The human but, ear does hear louder is better. That's where that came from, but after a certain point, nothing in the mix stands out cuz everything stands out. Yeah.
1: Blame Phil Spector you think so?
0: No, Dr. Dre. No, de-
1: <laughs> no, blame Phil Spector. I'm sure there's lots of people to blame, in him, right? I think everybody has to. To, well,
2: no, it's, to it, one up. <clears throat> once you take it back, uh, I encourage anybody who's listening right now, just Google Phil Spector and, you know, kills
1: motherfuckers. Yeah, he's a bear. loon.
2: <laughs> um, but he started that whole, uh, what he called the wall of sound that's, concept. Okay, mm-hmm. that's
1: what I thought, yeah.
2: So. Uh, you know that song, uh, Be My Baby? You know, you, you, you can look before that and there were, it, it was bands and you could hear the individual instruments, mm-hmm. And but Phil started really plugging all of these sounds <laughs> and putting as much stuff as he could in there. And uh, it's like, I used to like country, used to, pre-Garth Brooks.
0: After Garth Brooks, Stadium Country and Country are kind of two different things. Started, going it's not even country anymore. Way. It's no, pop. It's, it's pop, and it has a uh, hip hop drum. It's now. no Waylon. <laughs> it's definitely no. not fucking Waylon. Oh no, man. I miss Waylon. <laughs> Give Jennings. me some Waylon, dude. Oh, good.
1: Yeah, I grew up on I grew up on that what I will call classic country from the, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and it was it was just good, solid songwriting and musicianship. And then now it's, yeah, it's it's hip-hop with There's twang. fucking
0: 808s in the fucking country yeah. songs now. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. No.
1: There's not a lot of 808s out on the cow farms. The no. Cows aren't
0: into... There's also not know. a lot of fucking cow farms in California where all the country guys are coming from now. Yeah, fair right enough. in the middle of fucking L.A. Fair enough. I'm going to put a cowboy hat on and put a dip in. <laughs> a dip.
3: Does that mean I'm a cowboy?
0: <laughs> I'm yeah, a cowboy, that's, baby. That's not a cowboy hat you're wearing. You, wear. you yeah. kind of are. That's pretty much... least yeah. I
3: choose, so... Titliest.
0: Your hat is very titly.
3: Titly. <laughs> titliest
0: hat.
1: He's wearing a titliest
3: hat. So this hat Doug bought for me when I went golfing. Yep. <clears throat> never been golfing until I went.
0: Yeah, once.
2: <laughs> I, I went. to Go golfing. Yeah, sure. I, I, went, three really I, I went three times.
3: I I went three times. Three. Trice. How many times I went? Yeah. yeah and then I've never like, been. It's, it's hard as fuck. I went to Top is. Golf
0: with CP1, but that's it.
1: <sighs> it's it's fun, but when you're really really bad at it it's frustrating yeah. and I don't like it enough to where I would go pay the money for lessons and things. I've thought about it a few times, but it is fun. And when you, when you do launch a a hell of a drive or you, you know, putt or get up out of a sand trap or something and you do it with skill, not just by accident, you know, you're (laughs) concentrating, you're like, okay, I got this. And you do it. It's, it's very gratifying. It's cool. But I do that once out of the eight 1, fucking I times I think I lost twenty balls. That's, That's twenty right. balls. At
3: least. Yeah. yeah. Well, At
1: least.
2: One of the first several times I went, we went and played this. Uh it was a really rural, uh, really beautiful course though. Uh, I was in uh, like Summiton, Alabama, Dory, Alabama. Uh, it was uh, Horse Creek, and they made this absolutely beautiful golf course. And uh but just like a lot of other things in Alabama, they didn't quite finish it out right and make the nice big clubhouse. Uh, it was a know, shed with a in it. I don't know if it's still that way, <laughs> but there were two fucking construction trailers out there that that was, you know, you got this big, beautiful course, uh, you know, the nice paved cart paths, just really scenic views, and you go up to the fucking trailer to pay your uh green feet it's the south though right i mean it's kind of when i started playing there um no shit uh i got to the point where i wouldn't buy balls that cost over 50 cents because when i went to play out there during the first dozen times i went to play i lost somewhere in the neighborhood about 31 32 balls on the course sounds about right (laughs) Yeah, because there were a lot of uh, natural areas, but the thing was, is what kept me coming back, is I know how Dan was talking a second ago about you know you turn around and you hit a shot with skill. I always called that I fucked up and got it right. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much. That that sums it up pretty well.
2: Every once in a while, it's like you you know you you try to do. All of these things. <laughs> uh, that was weird. That was empty Mountain Dew bottle on the table. That's We're strange. learning here, people. We're learning. Interesting sound effect.
3: That's
0: better than crickets.
3: I'm say. That's <laughs> just
2: strange. Okay.
3: I mean, if it wasn't for Doug, I wouldn't have been able to play golf. I literally went through 20 balls. Oh, yeah. It's insane.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, is like... If, so
3: I suck at it. Is it what I'm trying it. to say.
2: You do well, it. it it, it it does a few things. <clears throat> Number one, it gets you out of the house.
1: Yeah,
3: you're
2: hanging out. It's with hard your,
1: to play golf in the house.
2: You're you're hanging out with your friends.
3: No, it was fun. I loved it.
2: And then you're <laughs> drinking beer. So golf, you know, it's it's kind of you you you're walking. You're getting in physical activity. Uh, and, we got carts every time. <clears throat> yeah, but well I mean yeah we're you're, old. Even when you get Carts every time, dude. Take a if if you've got a fitness watch or anything else. To oh, yeah, I always steps. got my
1: fifteen k that day.
2: Holy Jesus, <clears throat> uh, you will still get
0: in steps.
3: No, we walked a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of walking You be just done. drive
0: by the tee with the fucking golf cart with your <laughs> club hanging out the fucking door. Oh, dude, I would love to
2: just go at it polo style one time, have somebody <laughs> drive the cart, and I just lean out with the fucking 7-iron, and they're like, yeah, all right, don't turn, don't turn, don't turn. Yes!
1: So, for the record, we're... We're sharing a cart next time we do go play. I got you. I got you, Bill. I got you.
0: Run it in the fucking pond. Yeah,
1: we're gonna be on golfers doing things
0: or something like that. So <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, like I said, it's not it's not terrible. I've got enough expensive hobbies between um between yes doug's penis um (laughs) music between you know my music actually costs me the least amount of money of all my hobbies now i own i've owned all my instruments for years but that's a big cost i buy some software from time to time um the motorcycle probably right now is one of my most expensive um shooting wait uh, wait do you ride I wondered how long it was going to take you to say that <laughs> do you um, ride a, do so you drive a motorcycle i actually i do um I actually know i I ride a harley Davidson just just to be clear. it's not just a motorcycle it's not just a motorcycle It's a harley davidson trademark so copyright Dan adams mark <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah i I'd, golf is just another expensive hobby that I just don't have time or money for right now. But I do understand why people like it. I used to make fun of it and you know, whatever, but it's, um, it's actually a lot of fun and I understand why people do it. It's a Zen thing. Uh, it's for more than anything else. If you get out on the golf course,
2: golf forces you to focus on golf because if you're thinking about other shit, while you're playing golf,
3: you can't hit the ball.
2: Golf is going to repeatedly kick you in your balls one way or another. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Huh. true. <laughs> yeah, that's crickets right there. See? I'm crickets sorry. I'm sorry. Been right there. I, I understand. So I'm, I'm so disappointed. Inside. Anyway.
1: Crickets here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lay over some cricket sound effects right there. I'll do it the entire fucking podcast. just, <laughs> just crickets in the background, over right? It's a nice calming effect. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Then we'll start to sing you and me going fishing in the
0: dark. <laughs> oh, God.
3: Yeah. Do you want to go to a
1: club where people wee you. on you?
3: <laughs> I'm a little gray. I just want to ask Adam, do you identify as a millennial? Do you? I mean, do you really identify I as a millennial? I understand
0: the millennial thing is to be whatever you fucking identify as. But <laughs> I was born in the period that, yeah, I'm a, I'm a millennial. But do you
3: identify as a millennial? Because I, I know some guys that don't identify as one. How
0: old are you? Old. How old are you? 48. It doesn't matter what the fuck you identify as, you're still 48.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, but no, but I see what he's saying is that, right, the, because, like, Gen Xers, if you look at what Gen Xers are, I definitely identify with a lot of the things that they categorize as a Gen Xer. Do Do you see yourself behaving in a model that is the same as what somebody would call a millennial. Do you think that you fall into that category?
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you? Yeah. I avoid confrontation at all fucking costs. I hate dealing with people face to face. I can't talk on the phone. I can only fucking text. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking millennial. But
1: to be honest with you, everything you just said, <clears throat> I identify with. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So maybe Gen Xers and Millennials have more in common than I than I realized, right? Well, we, um, we but but you don't have, have that you don't have that entitlement um, you're, you're not lazy. I'm not saying that all millennials are lazy, but I, I've met a lot that there's this certain, I guess it's entitlement, right? Where they, they come out of college with an associate's and they're like, yo, where's my 100K? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's like, kiddo. Um, you, you got, got you it know, back by
0: not getting a bachelor's.
1: Right? You saved all that money. And again, I know it's a stereotype, right? And I'm not a fan of stereotypes in general, though I used to say that stereotypes, you know, don't become stereotypes for no reason. Right. Um, But a lot of them, a lot of the negative stereotypes, I'll say really is just ignorance and misunderstanding. And I think that goes with millennials too. But I also like to remind the Gen Xers that are complaining about millennials who are also typically the parents of millennials, that they didn't just grow that way. Right. No, we raised them. Somebody (laughs) had to have made them that way, and I think that it was it's their parents and society and what and what we've let media and whatnot do. Um, So you can't. There has to be some. uh, We're all a little flimmy today. Yeah, Yeah, we are. Um, I I I think we have to take some um, mark. I think we have to take (laughs) some accountability for the behaviors of the generation after us because we had some influence on that whether we like to admit it or not
0: that's true but i'm not sure why cuz like the millennial way is so fucking different from the gen x way i don't understand how the, fucking gen, the gen x, x, x the gen x it's way was all bullshit
1: the gen x way was so much different than <coughs> than the boomer way you know it boomers boomers had a certain way that they raised their kids i think it all boils down to you look at the things that your parents did or didn't do. And you tell tell yourself I am, or am not going to do this. And then that just continues. The boomers did it and came out with, you know, uh, Gen X as well in my case, cause my parents are old. Um, but it, I think every generation just raises their kids trying to do a little bit better than maybe their folks did, but you wind up,
3: Swinging that pendulum,
0: yeah, back and forth every and time, creating Dude, something I mean, totally different. I, I,
3: I was a latchkey kid, right? Like so was I? Yeah. You'd get off, get home from school, and you'd be home till six o'clock till your parents got home. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'd say like, it's probably still the same though. Uh, I don't know, man. No, I don't yeah, more, think so. More
1: parents staying at more, yeah, parents, yeah, more staying parents staying at home, staying at home now. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah.
0: I might be wrong, but it just feels like there's not that. I'm going to go home and fucking, fucking smoke pot in the bathroom because no one's home. Yeah,
3: There's always fucking someone home now. It's weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was always home. Rich never got to have Cagers. Dude, my parents would go to Sturgis for two weeks, and I'd have fucking Ragers at my house. I think, you know? well,
1: and that's the thing, right? As we grew up, <clears> and we go, you know, man, when I have kids, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there for my kids. They're not going to raise themselves, et cetera. And I will say, now that you mention it, I do know more couples that work opposite shifts and stuff so that somebody can be home, home with mm-hmm. the kids at all time now i don't personally think that that's a bad thing i, I think that that's a very positive thing in my personal opinion but um it, it now that i th- you guys kind of brought that to my attention that is true i see more of that than i did when we were growing up oh yeah you
0: know but the bad side of it is that a lot of gen xers want to be friends with their kids
3: yeah i could see that it's okay being friends with. that's their kids. why millennials
0: are fucking assholes
3: Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> I think it's okay to be friends with your kid,
0: but I mean you're still but no. They'd be fr- their friends instead of parents, right? They're like, oh, uh, fuck it, no rules. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. the I'm the cool mom. I don't yeah. do that. I'm gonna day drink with you all day, and we're not gonna yeah. do anything of any fucking importance today.
1: Yeah, I think a parent has to be a parent.
2: Everything's been changing at a at, at a more accelerated pace because yeah, I'm sure. If we rolled back the clock or took a look in history all the way back to the Industrial Revolution, um, things have been marching forward at a certain pace. You've got new technologies, new things that you're Mm -hmm. exposed to, and that's dramatically accelerated over the last 40 years. And every generation has had new things to deal with that the previous generation didn't. Uh, and then there's, uh, you know, people actually started giving a shit about kind of how they raised their kids. They saw how their parents raised them. Okay, I'm going to take this, take that, and do these things different. Right. And I I, I, I would be shocked if you d- went back to uh, the Civil War uh, or that particular time period and you weren't hearing that generation complain about the generation that came after them, that came sure. after them, I agree that came that. after them.
3: I mean, we're only a couple of generations removed from indoor plumbing. Yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. my dad grew up with no indoor plumbing. Yeah. Right. Well, so well, my mean, grandpa did, so yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it's uh, a lot of, my folks uh, did. Sure. I mean, hey. that
2: was normal. Go shit in the outhouse. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Bring in oh, water. that one's exactly. full. We right. have to dig a new one yeah. now. You know, (laughs) it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really think about that. Shithole. (laughs) We're not that far away. (laughs) You know, whatever the, somebody says, this place is a shithole. That used to be an actual thing. There was a (laughs) shithole. You just put a little tiny building over
0: it and you shit in the hole. But it's a shithole. You also had nope. to cut a crescent moon into yes. the door. Yeah. Or else <laughs> sure. it
1: wasn't a Aerodynamics, I think, is what that was for venting or something like
3: that. Yeah. Worst worst time to use the outhouse, winter or summer? <laughs> summer. Summer. Of course. Summer, Yeah, dude. I
2: would I would say of summer. Because I can still bundle up and go shit. But and yeah, but when there's the wasps smells.
3: and fucking <laughs>
2: bugs
0: and
1: wasp i'm like ah i didn't even think i was thinking yeah. stink
2: no right the
0: stink is what snakes, i was like yeah, so. i don't i can handle the cold dude i'm not gonna smell Versus fucking boiling <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> fucking southern heat ain't nothing to fuck with it is nothing no, to fuck yeah, with yeah, dude. Right, it's like the
3: fucking surface of the sun dude <laughs> yeah that's foul i'm gonna grab a beverage a beverage
1: why don't you, why don't you do
3: that you know okay so you true. grab a beverage I was listening to this podcast, and, this, and I, I can't remember the name of it. You, you weren't listening to this podcast. No, I was listening to another podcast. We're recording it right now. And when is now going to be then? The guy, <laughs> the whole thing podcast was how things have not changed. And so he's like, cars, if you took someone from 1900, and they had a car, let's say 1920, a Model T, and you fast forward them to 2020, Cars and transportation wouldn't be that much different. They, they'd be able to adapt pretty easy right. because cars haven't changed at all. Yeah. You turn the wheel, the you wheels turn, the, turn yeah, gas, and you the gas pedal. And it's, yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's all relatively the same.
2: Well, they originally, when the whole vehicles thing first started becoming a thing, um, they had a lot of, I, I encourage people to look this up. There were some really crazy restrictions like, before you
3: crossed an oh, intersection, yeah. You had to honk, fucking get someone out of the car, shoot a gun, <laughs> yes. all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: shoot a uh, shoot a gun, shoot off a firework. Yeah, uh, and and, it, and it's like just across an intersection, <laughs> Mark. Be breaking the light.
1: <laughs>
3: Good luck editing that out, Adam. <laughs> yeah, you should be louder. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Fucking millennials, we are professionals call this
2: the i don't give a single fuck podcast right. that's what i like the bouquet
3: of fucks that's, yeah, that's what i like that's, that's a that, bouquet of a bouquet uh, of fucks yeah, that's all a three fingers yeah. yeah
2: you just hold up your and
3: you just give them all to them
2: yeah just hold up all your fingers simultaneously yes. pointing
1: up well don't the italians kind of you know exactly they just, they do this
2: uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't matter it yeah, so the bed
1: yeah spicy a <spicier> meatball <laughs> Yeah, I guess they're giving them their, they're giving that bouquet of fucks. Oh, you
3: know, and I got, I got to throw this out real quick. Best fucking series on Netflix. Narcos. Or Narcos. Whatever.
2: Well, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll say it's I could it's be in the cartel. Good.
3: I'm telling you right I'll now. I'll say
2: it's good. I have a problem. And do not edit that say, out, Adam. People say that things are the best because that's all subjective.
3: I'll, I'll say it's good. It's really good.
2: I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you it. It is good
3: Dude, Pablo Escobar is making a billion dollars a day <laughs> A day, dude yeah, Like, holy human, shit
1: Human suffering is good business It so, is I'm just saying pays a lot <laughs> When corporations do it all the time Right As they, you know, the more they fuck people over The more their stock prices go up
3: uh, uh, You gotta love corporate America Stonks
2: is there anything in the news you guys want to talk about? Anniversaries of things? Oh, I know. I do. Dia is out there.
1: Oh yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. And uh, wait, wait, let's see. Wait for me. Mitch how Hed- long does it take you to make to no make shit. a couple of fucking drinks? Mitch Hedberg, apparently forever. Uh, Jeff, is, you have to get online and figure out how to fucking. His birthday
2: would have been this week. Same. And uh, hey, this one's for Mitch. Uh, I'm going to do a shitty imitation of one of his jokes. Oh, God. Uh, Bigfoot is blurry. It's not the photographer's fault. (laughs) There is a large, out-of-focus animal wandering around the woods, and I find that even more
1: scary. (laughs) My favorite's always been uh, uh, the one about ducks. He says, I have found that, or I have come to realize that a duck's opinion of me Uh, relies heavily on whether or not I have bread
3: (laughs)
0: wait
1: I used to do drugs I still do but I used to too (laughs) my
0: favorite one is someone asked me if I wanted a frozen banana and I said no but I do want a regular banana later so yes
1: (laughs) Uh, love me some Mitch Hedberg man
3: I mean, I guess I'm listening to the, uh, the town halls last night and I'm listening to Elizabeth Warren, which she's fine, whatever. And then she starts saying, someone asked about homes and how are you going to supply people with places to live? And she's like, well, you know, we're going to give homes to the, to the homeless, to the vets, to disabled people. We're going to give free health care. We're going to give paid away school. I'm thinking, how much money do we have? so she lost me <laughs> she lost me that's what's lost a lot of people on it's Democrats too much money dude in, in general it's
2: not
0: reality it's okay. just,
2: well that's you know I, w- I would argue that just like on the Republican side that's the fringe and yeah uh, I totally
3: disagree with oh my god can you be any louder during this podcast you're, just, you're like a child. Yes. God to. damn. You're I'm like,
0: trying to make a drink. It's not my fault you guys didn't fucking want one. I we feel, could have had a, an intermission. I feel like this is
1: going to be one of those things that are, you know, yeah. in episode three, we're going to be like, okay, so uh, no banging on the table, no pouring <laughs> fucking Canada Dry into a cup with what?
0: whiskey, what? What? <laughs> no clanging in the fucking ice maker. Yeah, uh, exactly. All right, let's all have our own drumming competition. So, here's the way that I've heard at least Bernie wants to fund all of these super-duper free shit. He's going to go to Wall Street because only rich people uh, invest in stock. That's why none of us have, like, a 401k or a Roth IRA.
1: Right, right. And he's
0: going to tax every Wall Street transaction a fraction of a penny, and that should pay for all of it because there's so much money moving on Wall Street.
2: Well, I don't know I if mean, I believe that. There, there may be a lot of money moving around on Wall Street, but at the same time, um, I think that we need to get some kind of fucking common sense in things. Right. It's like, say, rich when if you or Dan. Or Adam has to go to the hospital. Let's say something happens and we get like a fence post up the ass. We'll just go with fence post up the ass.
0: That's a common one, yeah. It's very yeah. common. The whole fence post, the all the yeah, the there, fence post up the yeah, ass thing. Of course. The old classic fence post up the ass. Yeah,
2: yeah, the classic fence post up the ass. So you get taken to a hospital that you have insurance for. Right. All right. <clears throat> now, they, they put you in surgery to remove the fence post from your ass. And they bring in a surgeon, an anesthesiologist, all these uh, nurses, the whole nine yards. And let's say that the surgeon that they bring in somehow magically is not covered by your insurance, even though he's working, doing things in the hospital that you're in. And let's say this surgeon uh, bills at $100,000 for that surgery. Okay. You, you, you've done everything right. You've, you're, you're working a job. You have insurance. And then suddenly you've got this uh, surgeon that isn't covered by your insurance. And now suddenly you're getting a bill for $100,000 that you don't have because your insurance is supposed to cover things and let's say they start hounding after you, now it's almost impossible to buy a house, and you turn around and you have to file <laughs> bankruptcy, even though you have insurance, you're working a job, you, 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 you played by the rules and you still got fucked. I think we need to do things to bring the overall costs of health care down, and I think that can be done, uh, we, we could have done it years ago. Uh, and the thing is, because we've had a government insurance program called Medicaid for fucking years and years and years, and Medicaid has never bothered to negotiate prices on anything. Because it's <laughs> government-run, They, you know. Maybe on—and uh, they made some changes to that years ago, where prior to that, doctors were all about Medicaid patients— and now they're uh, getting reduced what they're getting paid for procedures, but they still haven't done anything about uh, the, any sort of medications or any of that. So you would think that the government who has the FDA that has to approve these drugs in the first place and there's your first opportunity for some kind of price control. I'm not, mm. sa- I'm not saying, hold on. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that you go nuts on it. Obviously, the way the current process is and the approvals that they have to go through and the trials that they have to do and the whole nine yards are very terribly expensive and they're going to have to recoup those costs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you go through and you do things like the hepatitis C pill that hit the news like six or seven years ago, uh, that had like a 95% cure rate, but the cost of the, I think it was either two or three months of the course that you were required to take was $100,000. And from what I understand, could be totally wrong, that the way that they figured out what they were going to price the pills at, where they were like, well, what does it cost to get somebody's liver replaced? All right, well, let's take something close to that. And mm-hmm. that'll be what our pills are. And you just take our hundred thousand dollars worth of pills. and You don't have to necessarily go through <laughs> surgery to get your liver
1: replaced for your hepatitis C. But part of the point, I think in doing something like a pill, right. Is to make it not only less invasive, right. I understand that part of right. it, but it's also to make it cheaper, easier to get, you know, so that the right. masses can afford it and, and take care of themselves. And I know, like you said, with all the, uh, research and all that, I've, I've had you know, friends and family that have worked in that industry and one of the things people don't realize is that for every drug that <clears throat> makes it to market and actually has a profit, Fifth there fail. might be, right, a hundred of them that sure. never go anywhere and they've put millions into those, so they break all that up. But I think we all know, I don't think anyone is... Um, Ignorant enough to realize that they're not also gouging the fuck out of people because they can. Insulin being the well, I'm, perfect fucking example. I take it.
3: I take insulin, and I'm telling you, if I didn't have insurance, it's for one pen. It's, I mean, you're looking at a hundred dollars for a hundred units. Wasn't it four hundred at one point? Well, it's they have different types of insulin. So, oh, okay. like mine's long long acting, but it's like if it wasn't for insurance, dude. Like I, I don't know if we brought it up, but my hospital stay. For my stroke I got the bill Was $40,000 And I stayed One whole day 24 hours Plus an additional 10 hours And (laughs) they let me go 40k dude My That is fucking bullshit
1: My ex-mother-in-law Had Should like strokes And aneurysms Pretty much all At the same time and this has been it's been years, but if I remember correctly the the bills were like one point x million dollars oh I by believe the time that it was done no problem <laughs> so like right and and so she was at an age where you know it was just it was forced retirement anyway because you know it her her functionality wasn't you know that of somebody that could work but um that I believe she may have filed bankruptcy, I can't remember now, but again right you you just stop to think about that, and the fact that not only did this woman have to deal with the effects of her brain imploding on itself debt. um but right over a million dollars, i mean unsurmountable debt for a woman her age, you know uh, anybody really I mean even you know it it at, at Adam's age, a million dollars. Isn't something that you could pay off in your lifetime,
0: really? Yeah, I could pay it off in about a week. About a week. Just, well, he's uh, a he's a producer
3: because of the baller. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, forgot about my that. my. So everyone, just let everyone know. Like I've got the worst endo system of fucking mankind. So <laughs> when I had a kidney failure, I got that bill for three weeks in the hospital was half a million dollars.
0: Jesus Jesus Christ.
3: Christ. Right. That was just the hospital stay. And then when I had dialysis, each dialysis appointment was three times a week was $5,000 in dialysis appointment. And I know there's... 5K, dude.
2: There's probably at least one schmuck listening to this right now that's like, you're trying to socialize. I was thinking it. Their blood pressure is rising. But
0: here's the thing. You can have the FDA control the price or you can force drug manufacturers to open source their shit so that anyone can fucking create the drug They'll never do create that. a free market. They'll well, never that, do that. Well, uh, that,
2: that's where generics are, and that market's getting fucked as well. But uh, And regardless of your politics, I don't give a shit. This is why medical tourism has become a thing. Your insurance <laughs> yeah. company, if, if, if you're going to do something like have a knee replacement, a hip replacement... I guarantee you if you check with your insurance company as opposed to you having it done here in the United States and let's say your hip replacement costs $75,000 you're expected to pay like 7 grand of that or something else I guarantee you if you check with your insurance company your insurance company will pay 100% for you to fly to some other country <laughs> Pay to put you up in that country for two weeks, your rehab, your surgery, your everything, and then that other country, that knee replacement, whatever else, will be
1: under ten grand for the whole shooting match. Well, we're a, you know, we're a global society now, and that is the epitome of capitalism, is it not? Yes. The insurance company looking for the cheapest price for the same quality Mm -hmm. of of goods provided and i know a lot of people when you talk schmucks i think yeah but i ain't going no other country where they're going to cut up on me they don't know what they're doing over there damn canadians damn canadians don't know what they're doing (laughs) Uh, yeah sorry sparky a a lot of other developed countries have medical you know technology just as good if not better than ours if
3: you've asked anyone so there's someone that i work with that's from canada and i asked him i'm like how is the healthcare? and i'm like do you have to wait he's like no he's like if you're let's say doing a knee replacement yeah if it's not needed right this second you're gonna wait a month or two but we do that here we wait sure mm-hmm. i mean yeah. my heart surgery i'm supposed to have is has to be scheduled out a couple months in advance because why I gotta, is that why why is it scheduled out so far for you yeah why is that i have no idea because you have to every doctor, like the cardiologist needs sign off from the neurologist, the neurologist needs sign off from the hematologist everyone needs everyone's afraid to make the choice right they want because sure. it's if something happens and I could sue or whatever right? right that's the problem that we have. people are sue happy in this country, malpractice insurance is so oh, expensive yeah. for these doctors, man, yeah, because everyone can sue them and they know it yeah
2: well it's the only- prof- the only profession, well, not the only, but it 's one of the. Very top. It's the only profession where you're not allowed to make a mistake. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, let's say I'm a bus driver and I turn down the wrong street. Nobody gives a shit. But let's
3: say I'm a doctor. And, and you cut someone's wrong leg off. <laughs> yeah. That happens all the time too. It does. They cut the wrong fucking leg off. No, no joke. Yeah. It, so when you go in, they mark that, you, they mark. I was going to say, I'd be that there. guy with a Sharpie that wrote yeah, this they one. They do. They put that on there. They <laughs> on put this leg. one.
2: And I'm, honestly, I believe that's one of those areas where artificial intelligence can help. It, it's like, I, I I don't want to be a patient for an AI doctor, but if I've got a, AI doctor who effectively has medical Google looking over his shoulder. I think between the two of those. That'd be an interesting that would be yeah, uh, I never uh,
1: thought
3: of that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well that's what AI does, right? They the medical profession, they use um they basically take they're gonna take everyone's opinion on basically everything that's been written, everything mm-hmm. paper that's been done. They mm-hmm. put it and AI accesses that and that's how they find, you know, Doctors are not. I'm not going to say they're going to be um, irrelevant, but no. in the next hundred years, dude, <laughs> doctors won't be what they are today. Well, a lot of you the know, problems that
1: you won't. a lot of yeah. the problems that you see, I, I um, ran into this. Um, I don't know if you guys know what PubMed is, but it's a. Um, what Would you say PubMed? P U B M E D. Okay, no, I it's it. it's just a... I Thought um, you said PubMed. That's PubMed. <laughs> Little dogs. PubMed. Um PubMed is a. It's a. An archive of, you know, medical data and more, more I think accurately, um, research papers and all the white papers and all the sure. information, right? So, and when I've been in college, I've had access to that and I've read studies and things and there's some great information out there. Somehow I got onto the concept, I was reading or watching something where they talked about how there's all this information out there, right, from other countries and and even even inside of our own damn state where you might have two keys to curing cancer – go you know all out here but this one is in someone's database and this one is in someone's database and if they could put the two together it would unlock this massive amount of information you know so uh, at the risk of i I don't you know i i I believe hipaa and things like that are important but at the same time i would like to see some sort of nationalized
2: yeah anonymized you know it's yeah you know, it's just, and I say
1: nationalize, not government. Like, I don't want the government running. I think universities and stuff, and they're probably already yeah, doing I it. Mean,
2: it but, I mean, honestly, I, I, I would want that shit worldwide. But what, the, what they've right. started doing with artificial intelligence now and machine learning, what they do is they show them 10 slides of where they've taken scans for whatever you can name for cancer. And it's, if they show them these 10 slides, these 10 are cancer, now we're going to have you review these 10,000. And with machine learning, having them review those 10,000 slides, they they start to hit things with 95% accuracy. They hit the same accuracy as it would normally take two technicians reviewing someone's slides. And I think if we start to incorporate things like that we start to reduce the amount of time that, you know, let's say uh, you have a scan, it gets sent off for lab work. Uh, you know, most of the time, anytime their doctor says, we're going to get this sent off for lab work, you might hear something a week later. You might hear something two weeks later. Uh, it, th- I think that would go to reducing that response time. And I think if they introduce artificial intelligence in a straightforward fashion. It's
3: crowdsourcing is what you're talking about. Right. Because there's a, there's a doctor that writes an op-ed for the New York times and let's face a the medicine has, isn't, I mean, we say that it's come very, very far, but it's really hasn't come that far. I mean, just recently are they making big strides? So it, there's a lot of people that go undiagnosed for years. They have all these health problems. They can't, no one can figure it out. So she's a medical doctor at NYU, so she writes this op-ed for New York Times. She put in there, uh, once a week, she would put in the symptoms of this person. And it would go out to the universe. So doctors from all over the world, dude, just regular people that are truck drivers. And um, she basically crowdsourced, and every single one of those people that she uh, were, was talking about, they found what exactly was wrong with them. One one person was uh, was given the... Um, the cure basically from this truck driver that had the same thing and they found out what he had, he wrote in and it was that, you know, it's pretty interesting that, yeah. I mean, because crowdsourcing is where it's at, man. I mean, right, the that, more you have, the better off you are. Right.
2: It, 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 by the same token, it's like uh, three of us here are over 40 and uh, Adam, you'll have this pleasure one day, I can't wait.
3: Something, no, he'll be dead.
2: So, something will go wrong. You'll feel bad, Tupac you'll, style. You'll you'll go to the doctor. They'll run a bunch of tests, and the answer that you will get for "Hey, what's wrong with me? What's going on with this thing?" is a glorified version of "Fuck, I don't know." You're old. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. I, I I grew up <laughs> watching all of these doctor shows. All mm-hmm. of this Quincy. Like, yeah. Yeah, Fuck yeah, dude! Quincy, Quincy rules. And then, much later on, it was House. House. Yeah, and and then I go in there and uh, early on in my 30s, I was having odd problems with my liver, and I didn't drink a lot at the time because you know I was in a position where that really wasn't something that I could engage in 24 seven, three sixty five. Uh, because I had to be responsible to be able to wake up, go to wherever at a moment's notice. Oh,
0: like an on And they don't
2: thing. want you to... Sh- right. And they didn't want you to show up drunk. So, I couldn't drink a lot. And when I went in, and what it felt like is it felt like that scene from Aliens where the thing burst out of the chest is... <laughs> Fuck that, yeah. That's what it felt like was going on, but it turns out that my liver was swelling. You know, when you take a piss and it looks like sweet tea, Wolf. something has gone.
3: Let's face it, you drink a lot of sugar, <laughs> right? <laughs> a lot of sweet tea. Yeah, I
1: know, I know you're from the South
2: and yeah. Milo's
3: is good, but... Yeah, Milo's is good. Go ahead.
2: Milo's is really good. But anyway, so I go in, I have all of these tests run... And uh, at first, they think it's indigestion. So they prescribed me some sort of an acid, everything else. And, they got, and then they came back and they were, well, we think the problem is actually with your liver. You know, your number was supposed to be like whatever this supposed to be, you know, something like 15. Mm-hmm. And yours was like 427. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that looks a little odd. So then they run me through hepatitis tests and the whole nine yards, and they come back with nothing. <laughs> and they're like, "Is it hurting now? No. Well, we really don't know what's going on. So, you know, unless it bothers you again, you get the fuck. I don't know. You're great. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Appreciate I've,
0: that shit. I've been through that already. Oh no shit. Well, not liver, but gut. Because doctors don't know what the fuck's up with gut. No, at all. They're no. just like, oh, does it hurt now? No. Okay, you're good. Go home. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Man, watch what you that'll drink be, more that'll water. That'll be 150
3: dollars. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then they, bill, they back bill your insurance 1200. Yeah, right. Ask me how I know.
3: Well, like my doctor, when he told me, he's like, I remember I walked in, he's like, oh, you know, you are diabetic, right? So, you, you know, you first get the news of something's not right. And I was like, oh man, that sucks. You know, I was kind of bummed. He goes, oh, it's, Really not that big of a deal. Uh, my wife has breast cancer and she's dying. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess it's okay. Thanks. Right. Did, you t-
0: did you tell him that has nothing to do with what's right, going on? Right. Right. He's he's one of those
3: doctors who has zero bedside manner. Just tells you like, fucking get over it and yeah. deal with it. <laughs>
0: what an
1: ask.
3: Yeah. Well, there's some pros and cons to that. And you know, the, you get what you get. And you know, you're not. Yeah, right. I agree. You're not left in the dark. I mean, and he's right. I mean, really, at the end of the day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's there, true. There was a. Um, uh, somebody told me one time that just because I have a I have a bad habit of kind of, you know, I'm feeling low and I've, you know, got things going on. And I go, well, you know, they're right. There are people with breast cancer and things like that. And I try to keep that in perspective. And I had somebody tell me one time, they said, Dan, you know, just because there are people out there with worse problems than you doesn't value yours. Right. yours. You still have, you know, things. And so I've that that's the balance that I try to keep now is that, you know, if stuff's dragging me down, it's dragging me down. But it's really hard not to sometimes look at other people and think to myself, Mm. right, I'm not on dialysis. I don't take insulin. How I have dodged the diabetes bullet is based on my diet up until the last few years is amazing. Um, And I have had that whole go to the doctor um, back in 2011, 2012, respiratory problems, and nobody could figure it out, and it was just meh, allergies. So I'm like, well, what am I allergic to? I don't Um, know. Stuff. You know, I had to fight to get the tests to find out what I was allergic to, and then it all came back, and other than, like, one strain of grass and some molds, I wasn't allergic to anything. So
3: they which we just, don't probably have those here in Colorado. So no, you're probably good. Well, and, and
1: it was, it, that wasn't even the, that wasn't even the, the root of the problem that I was having. It was just easy for them. It was here, take some Zyrtec and move on with your day. You know, um, went to an ENT and it was, he heard what I, my symptoms and he says, oh, you've got silent reflux, take Prilosec. Okay. Well, you're, you're, you're treating the problem but what's causing it? And they just like stared at me like,
0: just it, keep driving it, over the nails right. and put fix a flat in it every day, <laughs>
1: every day. Right. But don't worry about the screw in yeah. your tire. That's, that's a great analogy actually. So, it, you know, and that, that became frustrating to me to the point now where, um, I don't even want to go to the doctor anymore because yeah. it's more of a pain in the ass. They don't <laughs> listen. It's that 12 minutes in and out. And
0: yeah, then here's I'm, your Z pack. Get the fuck out of my move office. to right. be 20 bucks. Yeah.
1: And I'm just, I'm done with that. You know, I'll go when I'm bleeding or, yeah. <laughs> you know, but beyond that, I just kind of, kind of tough it out. I've had, you know, it just is what it
3: is. That's what I love when people, uh, <clears throat> it's, it happens every week. People come up and be like, Hey, can, can you see now? I'm like, uh, no.
0: How many <laughs> fingers am I holding up <laughs> right. right now? Yeah.
3: Uh, no, I can't see. I can, No. Oh, you know what? Uh, my brother's sister had a stroke, and they did eye uh, exercises, and it came back. I'm like, okay, thank you, right. thank you. For that, that helps you, yeah.
2: it's right? Fuck you very much, right? Thank you. you. Know,
3: but at the same time, what the hell? Give it a shot. I mean,
1: but at the you know, it's right. Maybe you don't understand the complexities of the right. human brain. <laughs> right. I'll give it a shot, but to act like when I dismiss you a little that I'm the asshole. Okay, there. dude. So.
3: You know. I'm not going to name names, but there's a guy that says, oh, man, he's like, this water. If you drink this water, and what it is, it's water that's been um, electrolysis. Like uh, It's got
0: different pH levels, right? I thought yeah. you were talking about the uh, magic fucking holy water shit they were selling. Uh, like, it's kind of like years. that, yeah. It's You're talking about alkaline it, water, though. Right. Alkaline. Yeah. Alkali. Is
3: that what it is? Because they, they change the pH of it, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Alkaline. So he's like, listen, man. He goes, if you drink this, and you drink 100 ounces a day. Which, by the way, is a fuckload of water that (laughs) anybody doesn't know. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's it's cured people's cancer. And I'm like, no, it didn't. That's that's (laughs) where
2: you say, thanks, Justin Trudeau.
3: (laughs) So I've been drinking it, right? I was like, well, fuck it, whatever. It's just water. I'm drinking it anyways. And he comes back. He's like, dude, any changes? I'm like, nope. I pee a lot, and yeah. I, and my skin it, looks fantastic.
0: <laughs> Al- alkaline water makes me feel better, but it's probably like placebo, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But it's like a new hipster thing where they just raise the pH by like one or two points, and like it's alkaline now. It's more alkaline. So more oh, antioxidants it or something? It brings your fucking body's pH in a ba- I'm like, I don't...
1: Supposedly our diets and our behavior and whatnot over the last 20 years or whatever we've created... Um, our blood has become more acidic. And um, our diets have been some, bad
3: for a very right, a very long there time. There
1: is dude. some science. There is some science that um, right that but, does d- correlate with that with the higher pH levels in our bodies. Mm-hmm. But there is, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but you're wrong. There has been no science stating that drinking alkaline
3: water brings your pH right. down. It doesn't it, work it, it, that way. Here's well, what I, I, asked, I asked four that. people about it. I asked four specialists when I went to the doctor, yeah. right? And all of them are like, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that's I felt stupid, science. but I'm like, dude, yeah, I, I just do. want to ask. And they're like, my neurologist is like, you realize your pH level is different in every part of your body. Your stomach right. pH is different than what's in your liver. And your liver so, it's yeah. your all different. Your stomach is really right? acidic. It's different. She's yeah, like, no, she's like just drinking water. Drinking a hundred ounces of water is just a lot of water. I'm just good for you, period. And I'm like, right, oh, okay. Right. He,
2: here's here's the whole thing is like they'll come out with a study and they'll say, the study says this. And then sometimes there's not even a study. You have these fucking snake oil salesmen. Sure. Justin fucking Trudeau. Look him up. The FDA. He's a
3: prime minister of uh, Canada. Canada. Canada oh, wait right? a second.
2: Am I thinking about the wrong guy? Yeah, because
0: yeah, so. he's a Justin prime minister. Because when you said that, I was like... Really? I don't really? think yeah. that's the All
2: right. guy. Uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name.
1: Poor Justin. Okay, <gasps> You're
2: talking about the okay. holy water, aren't you? No. I, 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 I want, want the holy water. The holy water. Gonna, I'm, I'm, there was
0: a guy I'm, selling holy water to fucking drink. Yes. Know, yes. To cure everything. And get money. Um, Did in you, in you get 90s? money. Yeah. 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 And I like he's raw a billionaire. billionaire. <laughs>
2: I would like to personally apologize to the Prime Minister of Canada right now. Eh? But what what there was... Now, you guys help me remember the name if you can. There was this guy... He was selling uh, these coral calcium pills. and Like coral? Coral calcium. Okay. And supposedly, his calcium was so pure that it would do everything. It would cure cancer. Hmm. It was doing all this shit. And he had these commercials running. It's not the first bullshit that he sold like that. Sure. He liked to sell supplements. He liked to sell everything. And he liked to make all these outrageous claims. The FDA was all over this guy's Ass for making all of these claims. So he turned around and he wrote a damn book like homeopathic cures sure. or some bullshit like that. To where, you know, if if you drink apple cider vinegar that has the mother in it, you know, it's supposed to do blah blah blah. He just basically went out and got all of these little home remedies, put them in a book. And sold it that way. That way the FDA couldn't say dick because then it was a whole first He's just trying to get
3: his thing. nut, dude. He's just trying yeah. to get his nut. And the, and
2: the guy was a total sham. I mean, literally, they should take all of those books and just run down and beat the fuck out of him with it. But about the same time all of that, ha- uh, that, that happened, you had a lot of people that suddenly they're all fucking medical experts. So, you know, somebody will just make an outrageous claim like, uh, you know, I use activated charcoal toothpaste every day and it totally cured my AIDS or
0: what Adam, there's hope for you. Are you talking about that dude that was on TV in the early 2000s selling his book how to cure diabetes by fucking eating carrots and shit?
1: Uh, may have been. That he was like, almost like South Beach <clears throat> or something or Atkins. He was like,
0: this is young dude. He's like, you can cure anything. Look, I cured this man's diabetes. And this guy's like, yeah, my diabetes is completely gone. Where's my 20 bucks?
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's stuff like that. And then you've had a lot of these anti-vaccination movements and you've had uh, everything that is not based on science. It's not based on research. And people perpetuate this bullshit as being true. And all I've got to say is if there's a segment of the population that's eliminated due to the COVID-19 virus, if we come out with a uh, a, a vaccination for that and they think... Those are the government trackers and that's how they're going to get you.
0: Darwin will have decided. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. I, I will say thank you natural selection. Yep.
3: Yeah. I mean it was probably 2010 we went to my wife's um Thanksgiving dinner with all of her family, right? So her my brother-in-law he was telling everyone he was a, a healer. Like a a healer. So we're all sitting around the table there's like, you know, 30 of us at the table and like the dog?
0: Yeah, blue healer.
3: Blue, blue healer. I blue knew it. Yeah. yeah. And uh he's like, um, yeah, I heard your back's pretty jacked up. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. He's like, um, I can fix that. And I'm like, Really? He's like, I made someone's um leg grow three inches. Or all at the table, I'm like, Bullshit. Like we got in this huge almost fist fight over like him me <laughs> calling him out on his bullshit. But and he could've like, healed himself if you kicked right, his ass. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're so full of shit. How? Can... <sighs> I hate to can't... tell you this. I actually have you beat. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this should be fun.
2: Yeah this this, this is going to be interesting. Did you
1: see someone's leg grow? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his leg, it wasn't Doug. It. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it!
2: I have uh, a rather. Uh, uh, it, I, I'm adopted. So I'm going to go ahead and preface that with this. And I'm glad I don't have any of the uh, true blood of some of the lineage that I've got. But uh, I have an aunt, uh, and I'll just cut to the chase. She's got two kids, uh, both girls, and one of them was on the Dr. Phil show. Nice, dude. Catch me outside.
0: It was the catch-me-outside girl.
2: No, it, oh. it, it, it was not. Um, she has a mental illness to where she thinks that she can talk to God and heal people and once tried to raise a frog from the dead because she just had that sort of power And she believed that she was a faith healer. And then you go into uh, some of her family history. And uh, on her father's side, uh, he started a religious cult and told everybody he was Jesus. Not her father, but her father's father, because apparently Crazy skips a generation. (laughs) (laughs) It's recessive. It's recessive. It's a recessive gene. It It just pops out every so often. Hey, you know I'm gonna lay hands on you, and you're gonna,
1: you know, walk down the street.
2: Sounds like an What's uncle that? I had, zippity <laughs> doo popped out asshole. of nowhere,
1: and put his hands on me. <laughs>
3: He's giving you too much love, or
1: some people's mothers didn't love him enough. Some people's uncles loved him too. too much. Yeah, I think we did pretty well. There's not a lot that needs to be taken out this show. It's, no, uh, we, did, we
2: did good, pretty good. Yeah. Well, we could talk about Lucifer for a second.
3: Dude, I love Blucifer. What?
2: Blucifer is the horse. Awesome. The, horse. the horse. With, With horse. the red, red eyes. Oh. With the red <clears throat> eyes. Because like you know, like the guy who uh, was sculpting him is Luis Rodriguez Ramirez, something shout out to
3: Mexicans.
0: Yeah. He died. It fell on him when he was sculpting it and killed him. Uh, what, Shot- it, what it did
3: okay. is it, it, it... Still shout out, dude. It's my people.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it opened up an
2: artery in his leg and he bled out. And The the statue's fiberglass. Originally, I thought the whole thing was like steel or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's got a steel infrastructure. Um. And when that thing, he was working on it and part of it fell. And when it fell, the fiberglass sliced his leg open and he just bled out. Jesus Christ. Christ That's
0: there. hardcore. So and that, they were like, "Yeah, we're putting this thing up, right?" And they still yeah, in I th- I, I, we already I, paid for it.
2: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much because he croaked in like 2006. But the weird thing was, is they commissioned it in like 1992 or something else. You know, Rich, I thought your people worked a little faster than that. I thought, well, you, you, know, you know, it's you, a big
3: horse, dude. You, you go out. It's not that fucking big. It's geez. pretty big. Have you been up next to it? Yeah.
0: Really, you just stopped on the highway?
1: (laughs) I don't think it's fourteen year.
0: I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's the size of the whole fucking airport or anything. Jeez,
1: it's. I mean, they built the top of the airport and all of the Illuminati tunnels underneath in less time than that. Yeah, fuck
3: yeah, dude. I love that shit. I think it's real. It is real.
0: I, I think it I is. I don't know if they're having cloaked meetings under there, but there's some no. shit under
1: there. No, I think that y- there's I think there's a lot of areas out here, Utah, any of your your plain, sparsely, states. plain states, Sparsely populated right any um, state that's
0: square has Illuminati in it.
1: That's what it is. It's square states. <laughs> yeah. I think any anywhere right plain states where <laughs> there's nothing around and you have line of sight for, you know, Nuclear miles warheads, and
3: miles, bunkers, all sorts of crazy cool right. shit.
1: And I do believe that there's potential that there's tunnels and maybe even it if somebody, if somebody discovered there was a tunnel from DIA up to like Cheyenne, mm-hmm. I would not be shocked. I'd say, yeah, that's a fairly smart military move, right? You've got an airport in the middle of nowhere that you have line of sight for miles that you right. could secure, and you can get people in and out of Cheyenne Mountain if you need to. It just kind of seems like to We don't have any
0: bunkers in Cheyenne Mountain.
1: There's no bunkers.
0: Well, have it, you guys ever been
1: to Cheyenne Mountain? Yeah, you can actually tour them.
0: <laughs> only if <laughs> your then, uh, family you is to, military. Ah, uh, okay. Then you
2: have to ask yourself the question. Okay, so that would be a very large sort of public works project or CIA, whatever else. But you're going to have to have a lot of machinery for that. Mm -hmm. And if you take a look at geographically where DIA is and then where Cheyenne Mountain is, those two are not that close. And since you've got a a, a, a military base that's in that particular... Why would you in particular fly to DIA just to get to Cheyenne Mountain?
3: Well, you know, DIA is bigger than New York City. That was by square feet. It's bigger than New York City.
0: I don't think that was Doug's point.
3: <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out there. It's fucking huge. Yeah, it's giant. DIA is fucking
0: gigantic. And man. they own so much fucking land around it, yep. too.
1: And yeah. I see what you're saying, but okay, you could have a backup. You know, you've got the military sure. base as your primary. DIA is a now, secondary Now, if something. you
0: said
2: something like if there was a secret blah, blah, blah under, you you could say it was a Cheyenne Mountain replacement mm-hmm. or yeah. like a, yeah. a, a, you know, kind of... Fallback a, position. position. Yeah, yeah, so you're so sort of not like supposed to know about...
3: NORAD is supposed <clears throat> to be known about, right? That's where everything's done. So, I mean, there's no reason... But if you want somewhere to hide, a covert, some kind of operation, like mm-hmm. DIA makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can't Mm -hmm. find it. Like Area 51, once you find it, it's like, that's there. Right. We can see that. But under DIA, it's like, no, 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 that's the airport.
3: I mean, it's perfect. I mean, I I totally believe that shit. I think think there's aliens. I mean, I think all that shit.
2: I always make (laughs) jokes like in any building that I'm working in. Let's say the company that I work for, let's say the building has 33 floors. And like the top two floors or this other company, I always make a joke every time one of them gets in the elevator and they push the button to go to that floor. It's like, oh, so that's that (laughs) undercover operation up there.
3: (laughs) I know. I, I, I would ask you, but I'm afraid you would have to kill me if you told me. I mean, where, why not hide it right in plain sight? <laughs> exactly. It makes sense, right? Well, I mean, just, just hide the shit in plain sight.
0: Things making sense, I don't think, is a good explanation for them being true. Because well, our government does a lot of shit that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's well, also gen- good General
2: conspiracy theories, you know, because there, there's a lot of them that are crazy, but there's a lot of them that are
3: just fun to fuck with. Sure. sure yeah. Oh, yeah. I think some of them... Listen, Alex Jones, total Genius. T- this is what I think of, th- I'm going to be honest, this is what I think of Alex Jones. I watched a podcast, he was on the Joe Rogan, he was on with Elon Musk. He's smart as fuck, dude. He's actually smart, he just can't speak. But that's the problem, right? He goes off on these tangents, but everything he was saying, Elon Musk is like, yeah, that's, that's right. Like, And Elon Musk is not an idiot. Yeah, he is. right. Fucking
0: yo, oh, I'm in an electric car. Fuck out of here. He's dude. doing like, more than that. Dude. Yeah, I think golf carts have been doing that for a fucking while. <laughs> I don't know,
3: dude. I think he's pretty smart. It's whatever. Shout out to Elon. I'm gonna launch a rocket, in space. dude. He landed a rocket from space. Yeah, dude. You know how hard that I that mean, was CGI. No, now CGI. now you're now you're conspiracy and Fucking millennials. You can't <laughs> hashtag eat. troll.
0: Yes. Fucking Elon Musk. Gee, he probably dropped out of fucking middle school or something, dude. What
1: is your What is your Musk hatred?
0: Yeah, why? He's Changing
3: the just world because everyone loves him. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what I figured. I, just wanted I to, to see it. that, but you know,
2: he's uh, I'm I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the guy is some kind of genius because his engineers go through the same thing that every other engineer goes through. It's like, hey, we would like to do blah. And then the engineers say, "Well, we've got a problem with this. We have got a problem with that. You know, we're having issues with that." And then they literally they they go through the process of. Throwing spaghetti at the wall until mm-hmm. something sticks. So yeah. they, like yeah. we'll try this idea. That didn't work. We'll try this idea. That
1: didn't work. Right. Yeah. We'll
2: try. So and to some know.
1: degree, that is engineering, right? It, it, <laughs> it, it, exactly. You keep trying it. You know, keep failing until it doesn't, and you go aha. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Elon did not sit down one day with a pen and paper. Go mm, yeah, rocket that lends itself. Let me just draw this out real no quick. No way. You know, a lot of his is. I mean, he is a smart guy. And he's got patents and things like that. But it's been his bankroll and his. Kind of like Steve Jobs, it was more of a vision of what he wanted, and then he had
3: the money. And
0: he's like real life Tony Stark, (laughs) right? He just he builds. He's like, what if we just fucking just do it? Just fucking build that. Just build that.
3: Well, did you hear his new idea? He's like, so his commute from wherever uh, out in northern California, where the the LA tunnels, he wants to. So he bought a boring company. Yeah. So he is going to build fucking tunnels underneath the fucking highway. They're already drilling. Yeah, I mean, dude. Like, Fucking awesome. hello. Fucking killer.
2: Yeah, but you, also, it's like, I, I, I love to see ideas like that, but I also see hate hate to see morons get a hold of them because, um, you know, you've got people claiming that because it's underground and in tubes and they're going to, like, vacuum pressure the whole thing that people will be traveling underground at, like, Mach 1.5 or some crazy-ass <laughs> bullshit. I mean- Pinned against the wall. (laughs) And and, and people don't understand basic (laughs) physics to where, yes, okay, let's say you're moving in a pressurized capsule through a vacuum chamber and you're traveling at a high rate of speed. If there is any imperfection in that rail at all and you get that sudden where it shakes you just a little bit, you're fucking dead. I, I don't I think know, you man. You are fucking
0: dead. You know I think what I look supposed at, to be a
3: iRobot's train. a perfect example of how things could be, right? When you're talking all these cars on the mesh network, the speeds of cars, power of cars is going to increase substantially, and you won't need to drive them. That's why people will be like, you're actually driving a car that's crazy. How dangerous is that? Because you're going to be doing 200 plus miles an hour. I, I, but everyone I, knows where everyone's at, dude. I, so
2: I've got it. And, the, and that's all cool. But, you know, people think that, oh, well, they're doing magic shit now that makes the laws of physics not apply. Oh, because I'm in a vacuum Force doesn't affect me at all.
0: It's like, he's really hung
3: ass. up on this vacuum. That's the shit why, out of why would it be a vacuum? That's what I'm saying. I think why it's is
0: that supposed to be, a vacuum? to be a magnet train? So it's not even touching the rail. There yeah. was
1: discussion that what they were like, he was saying, there was some discussion, some theorizing, whatever, that they would, inside of a vacuum, there's no friction, there's no sure. air friction, there's nothing to hold you back, right? So you can theoretically, right, you could accelerate to, you know, whatever speed. Yeah, well, theoretically, no limit. But he's right. There are there are intrinsic, there are intrinsic problems with that. However, I do believe that I'm a big sci-fi fan, and I think that a lot of sci-fi has um, influenced Absolutely. technology. Right? I mean, Absolutely. Look at, you okay. know, in every sci-fi, even in the 70s, they had the the plexiglass piece of plexiglass. They'd hand someone and they'd tap it a couple of times and swipe it and be like, "Here you go. I've signed the documents." And now. We've got, everybody's got tablets and they're making them smaller and thinner. And it's because some nerd was like, That's so cool. I want to do that. And he fucking makes it happen. <laughs> I think that, I, I think things like that and, and FTL, faster than light drive, and things like that. I think the imagination being there is the first, that's the first yeah. step. Will we see anything like that in our lifetimes? No. Probably not. But I do, I encourage people to think like that and test it and, and see what they can do with it. You know, um, I, I, I like, public transportation. Denver is the first city that I've ever lived in that had the level of public transportation that they do here, albeit with a lot of problems here lately, you know, RTD having the issues that they're having. But, you know, I've taken the train here a couple of times and was kind of like, this is neat. Yeah, like, I, nice. you know, I don't know that I would, I've never been to like a New York or anything like that where people never own cars, never get driver's licenses their entire lives because they just don't need them. I've never lived anywhere like that. But the train is pretty slick, you know, and I would like to see more of that encouraged. Um, I'm never going to give up my gas-guzzling car. I'm never going to give up my motorcycle, right? But I will take public transportation when it makes sense to do so. I mean, I don't like dealing with traffic downtown and finding a place to park and things like that.
2: Exactly, but at the same time, you you say that, but you've already made conscious decisions where— both you and I and Adam have all moved ridiculously close to work. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, we're, we're in walking distance, bicycling distance, what have you. And so, you know, we may not take our vehicles as much as everybody else that lives 25, 35 miles out in the suburbs and drives to work and contributes to traffic and everything else every day. So, you know, us taking public transportation like, say, for when we want to go to the Pepsi Center. Yeah, it's or, recreational. Or Rocco Stadium. Because it's like, who wants to be stuck in traffic <laughs> for 45 minutes to an hour for something that's 15 <laughs> minutes away Yeah, because of all the other assholes that are going to the same destination? Yeah. I would much rather go out to the train uh, you know, when they do have enough people, you've got a schedule. You mm-hmm. know when it's going to show up. Although that's not been the case as much here lately.
0: <laughs> and That kind of sucks. Yeah, they've got
1: their they got their issues right now, but I, I still encourage people to use it. If more people used it, again, more money was coming into the system. Maybe they could. You know, I, I know people that have lived in Denver their whole lives will complain about the public transit. Transportation system always being junk and, you know, whatever. <laughs> Try and going I get to the it. fucking south. We
3: didn't have any but public transportation. We never had it. We had the bus. Yeah. We never had anything yeah. here and until this right. train. And it's still not up and running.
1: Most of the places that I've lived um, have had zero, not even buses, right? Not, no sort of public transportation yep. uh, to speak of. So you know,
2: maybe it was like Charlotte. They just had that train that was really convenient to go downtown. Yeah. And, uptown, oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Uptown. Oh, oh,
0: excuse me. Uptown Uptown Charlotte. Yeah, you never said
1: downtown Charlotte. Uh, It's actually uptown. It's
0: like wow, weird. I'm uh, the altitude's so fucking high here. (laughs) I'm so sorry for saying it wrong. Geez, I didn't realize that we were on top of a fucking mountain.
3: Uptown. Well, there is skiing in North Carolina, right? Or no? Huh? Is there skiing? Yeah, there's mountain ranges in North Carolina. Is there? But there's not that much snow. Someone told me they're right. skiing in North Carolina, like they went skiing. Uh, i maybe oceanfront property in Arizona. No, I'm serious. Like, or maybe a South Carolina one of the two they had. West skiing. Virginia has a big, or maybe it was uh, West Virginia that's big, close and you can just get you know, there. It's called
0: Winter, Winter Place.
3: Yeah, that's what they're saying.
0: Yeah,
2: well, I mean, North Carolina is kind of interesting when you look at the uh, the western side of the state, you have mountains, and on the eastern well, have,
0: side hills. of the state, you have.
3: Oceans, it's awesome. Are they mountains or big they hills?
0: They're they're mountains. They're just are not they? as big as the ones here. So, like yeah. the bottom
1: of the Appalachian. Or hmm? Is it bottom bottom of the Appalachian mountains or oh uh, yeah mountains.
0: yeah okay. the uh, yeah the Appalachians run right through West North Carolina. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. That's why you know you've got <clears throat> these huge elevation
2: changes in the state. You know, as as you go from west to east, you're you go from mountains to sea level.
0: What, 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 yeah, what, huge what, elevation like, changes, rich. It's what's like what's the
3: elevation? Like a feet. What's elevation? Like, what is the t- tallest mountain in North Carolina?
1: I have no fucking idea. Two hundred <laughs> feet? Two hundred feet? not Two hundred feet?
3: <laughs> a thousand feet? <laughs> probably not even probably a thousand. I was say two hundred feet does not a mountain make? I <laughs> a thousand feet. Okay, so no. we're at. A mile here.
0: All right, let's... Welcome. Well, you're fucking cheating by starting at a mile up. Am I? Yeah, you are. Well, let's... Uh, Adam, Google it. I turned gotcha. my
2: phone off because I didn't want any more fucking scam calls to come in during the podcast.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mount Mitchell, <laughs> 6,000 feet. I've been up there. That's not too far from my hometown, actually.
1: Yeah. Mount Mitchell, is that what you said? Yep. Yeah, sixty six thousand six hundred eighty four feet. So that's, that's, that's respectable.
0: Oh, no, never mind. That's different. Yeah, that is out in uh, West North Carolina, Asheville, where the college yeah. is.
1: Asheville is a cool little town.
0: I like Asheville, yeah, except cool for the town. fucking people. Well, yeah. Well, college, <laughs> college kids are fucking annoying. That
1: kind of gets in the way of a lot of things I like. Humans.
3: <laughs> All right. Let me say that.
2: All right. Who here, who here at the table has shit themselves at, at, at one point or another? All
1: oh, right dude, and uh, I, I guess so that's the that. uh, that's the end of episode 2. I uh, appreciate <laughs> you for uh, sticking around and it's listening. The worst. Uh,
0: We're in an hour and 45 minutes. Well, so
2: you're going to have a lot of material that you can cut down. But I'll
1: nah, leave it.
0: I'm, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving this one raw. All I've it.
2: got to say is bronchitis and diarrhea don't
0: mix. Ooh, that's All right, on that note, we will wrap this up. All right. That's a
1: perfect spot to wrap it up. All right. Some uh, talking point for next week bronchitis and diarrhea.
0: All right. Adios, guys. All right. Later.